Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. Today, we are so excited to bring you a special interview with Gregory Perrine of Partisan. Partisan is an online gifting site that supports a community of vendors. We teamed up with Partisan in Andersonville to bring a whole new gifting experience to consumers this holiday season. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Gregory, would you mind introducing yourself and giving us a little background on Partisan? Yeah, definitely. So Partisan was created uh, this year, 2020, um, as the pandemic was starting to rear its head. Uh, so I also own a small technology consultancy called eGuide Tech Allies, and that's kind of how this uh, organically grew into what, what we were able to accomplish this holiday season. Um, but as the pandemic was starting to you know, take hold, um, and as we started to see all of the cancellations of farmers markets and artisan markets, and you know, we have such a great, you know, thriving landscape in Chicago of uh, different summer events that were one by one kind of falling off the radar. Um, and Green City Market was closing, and and all of your, you know, Andersonville uh, farmers markets and events were kind of going to be uh, postponed or go- going digital. Uh, we knew we had to kind of jump in and, and help. So. Um, literally in about uh, the span of six weeks. So it was like early March uh, to just before Mother's Day. Um, my team at eGuide uh, kind of spitballed the idea of, of Partisan. Um, luckily, we're, we're pretty well-versed in uh, kind of concepting a brand and like our core competency is, uh, you know, e-commerce sites and websites and things like that. So we wanted to play to our strengths. Uh, and what we were experiencing is that a lot of these you know, retailers, especially small businesses, and especially artists and makers, uh, either they do it as like a side project, or they do it as like a passion project, and they don't have the bandwidth to just, you know, fully dive in and create an e-commerce platform for themselves. And it's like that uphill battle of when you're against Amazon for selling your candle, like, how are you ever going to win as a, as a small business? So the idea of Partisan and where the name comes from is that uh, Partisan is a strong supporter of a cause. It's like the definition of the word. Um, and that really resonated with us. And if you break it down, it turns into parcel, which is exactly what we ship out, and artisan. So all of those makers that are that exist out there. Um, and so those three kind of definitions really define what the brand meant to us. Um, and from there, uh, we were able to both uh, launch in Chicago and Milwaukee in that span of six weeks. So we curated nine artisan vendors who were willing to take the leap with us. Um, we purchased product from them. Um, and then the initial round of, of partisan co- come Mother's Day this year was kind of a build your build your own gift box um, concept. So you could jump on a partisan and that still holds true today. <laughs> Campbell's here. So you could jump on and say, I, I want this small, pl- <laughs> small plane from uh, uh, this florist and this candle from this, this uh, maker um, and this uh, bath or body product from from this maker and basically ship that anywhere uh, across the nation. Um, So uh, at that same time, um, eGuide was starting to do some uh, uh, work with RCN and we partnered with them to uh, put some feelers out uh, for different chamber connections to host some selling digitally classes. So we could A, showcase kind of partisan as the side project that we were doing and then also speak to best practices that were um, coming through as uh, uh, everyone else was navigating what e-commerce landscape looked like. Um, and then ultimately that led us to, to Andersonville. <laughs> and it was a wonderful presentation. I mean, you guys have this really strong branding 
um, with the simplicity and the strikingness of highlighting single products. Um, can you describe a little bit about how uh, you decided to uh, formulate the, the dynamics of the graphic with the simplicity of white background and uh, yeah. tell about the branding. So it really came from the logo design. Uh, we obviously through our, our work at eGuide uh, have a lot of um, experience with looking at, at branding of different different concepts and companies. And when, when it came down to the word partisan, uh, it first started with kind of the, the uh, uh, mark over the eye. And I was like, well, how can we incorporate the brand into this? And then it was like, uh, we played with just the one diamond over our logo. And that was like, is it strong enough? And I was like, we need to show community um, in that. So let's double that up and kind of uh, disperse it. And then we played around with some some color variants. And ultimately, I think grayscale, just as like you are going into a, a gallery, um, white or gray is such, you know, a commonly used tone and it showcases the colors of the product so well that that's kind of where that came from is we wanted to kind of base everything um, in a way that it would make the products pop um, and also kind of provide a cohesive uh, appearance if say, you know, this is a super crazy colored, uh, you know, product over here next to a glass rendering or a glass product over here uh, that's more faint. So how can we showcase that in a way that makes sense? Um, and then luckily, I mean, we, we are always kind of, uh, low cost, no cost operators at eGuide. Um, so uh, our, our eGuide websites on Squarespace, um, we were familiar with building Squarespace websites. And uh, in terms of when we're talking with small businesses, if they're looking for kind of a more artistic approach, we usually guide them into the Squarespace lane um, versus uh, Shopify. And obviously if you throw WordPress in there, um, there's creative themes out there, but Squarespace really has uh, allowed small businesses to make up a, a pretty impactful statement by using some of the built-in features. So if you jump on the, the partisan site and scroll from top to, to bottom, you'll see things kind of phase in um, as you're scrolling through that page. And that's kind of a built-in animation uh, within the Squarespace platform that I feel feel like for us added that kind of curated touch on top of the, the experience as well. That's fantastic. Uh, when we did our eGuide presentation, uh, we really focused uh, the conversation on small business and the holidays as Andersonville. It's like the whole nation celebrates Thanksgiving and then it's Black Friday for a lot of the big box stores, Small Business Saturday, uh, Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday. Uh, this year with everything being thrown upside down and time is flat, people were doing things a lot earlier and so when we had the presentation, it was really important to emphasize uh, different ways to engage in not only cultivating what you're going to do for the holidays, but how to market it in social media. Uh, and I think you touched on a really, uh, quite a few really great uh, points on how to hit three types of consumers through online purchasing for safety and for convenience, and then also have the possibility of like doing something in store and uh, curbside pickup. So, and that just to speak a little bit to that, that that's probably the hardest challenge to overcome. Um, especially, I would say Andersonville is a great example of a lot of the community likes to purchase in store. You know, walking down Clark Street, you're window shopping, you're looking at you know new products, things are drawing you in, and so how do you translate that into a digital environment um, that's going to kind of uh, 
present in a way that will make the user engage. And um, I think, you know, ultimately what we what we landed on this holiday season is kind of that uh, digital window shopping experience. Um, do we want to talk about, about that a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, during our conversation through the eGuy presentation um, and just hearing that you do this this, this service called Partisan uh, and connecting it to all of our businesses that we have a really dense uh, retail market that's going to need a lot of help. Uh, I was super excited to poke you afterwards and be like, tell me a little bit more. <laughs> because it's such a great opportunity to get folks involved in a different way and taking idea and um, starting that conversation. So like I reached out and I was like, what do you think a partnership would look like? And I love it because you're a list person and you gave me this perfect timeline of like, we can roll this out like this. Um, and this being something new and exciting. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about, about uh, your process when first starting? Um, you were really focused on uh, getting retailers involved and what setting up like the timeline for someone to get uh, this information and how to logistically make it work. For sure, so you know, our initial focus was direct to the artisan makers themselves. And that's kind of like still, you know, what we're, we're presenting. Uh, if you go to partisanshy.com or partisanmke.com, uh, that's, you know, what that experience will be is direct to the, the uh, artisan maker. How that process works differed a little bit to our approach with how we partnered with Andersonville and probably kind of what the business is going to be moving in towards, uh, towards next year as well. Um, what we've experienced is that uh, direct to artisan maker, uh, a lot of the times is great. We can purchase things at, at a, wh a wholesale price, um, but it's really the, the, the retailers who are doing that same model. Um, and it's never our goal to open a storefront. Like we wanna be a digital presence um, in a digital community, uh, just to be a, an additional megaphone for makers and, and retailers at this point. So uh, where that differs is that if we take a, a, a store like um, Enjoy in Andersonville, you know, they're, they're potentially purchasing from that same maker that Partisan would be purchasing, purchasing uh, from at kind of a uh, wholesale price. Totally fine. Um, what we found is that we, while we can do it, um, it's not necessarily something that uh, we want to invest a ton of time into in, in that fulfillment process. So having the inventory, you know, having uh, to fulfill uh, individual orders, um, where we have had some great success with Partisan is in our, our corporate uh, partnerships. Um, so corporate gifting uh, for us to kind of put together a curated parcel for them, um, purchase the product specific for that parcel and fulfill. Um, uh, that that also could work with those retailers that we're, we're, we're working with as well. So where uh, our approach with Andersonville for this season uh, changed slightly is that instead of taking the model of we're purchasing everything on wholesale, we're just doing basically like a 10% off the, the total sale purchase um, as the way that the, the partnership works. So, well, yes, again, we're in it more for the community aspect, not necessarily to, to get rich out of this idea. Um, so this way, like the bulk of the sale goes to uh, the retailer and that allows us more flexibility in terms of what products we're able to offer and how those uh, orders are being fulfilled because they're being fulfilled directly from the retailers instead of from our quote unquote warehouse um, as, as well. So uh, exploring that, I think it's a great model to move into uh, 
expanding on the amount of, of partisans we can have out there. Um, so uh, case in point, you know, with, with our partnership, the way that it evolved is we were able to get, I think we're up to uh, uh, six or seven uh, different retailers in the Andersonville area. Um, and the way that we've kind of, kind of presented it to them is don't offer the sun, the moon and the stars um, because we want it to still have that curated experience to it. So uh, we either offered to present one parcel um, that could be sold in stores for the retailers that were participating, um, or it could be offered on, on partisan as well, um, or do like a small, medium and large parcel that kind of uh, grows upon itself. So maybe, you know, the small parcel has uh, a variety of two dog treats, and then the medium one has three and the, and the large one has four, which is what, you know, squishy pasted. Um, and like that in, in the logistics mindedness of it makes sense as well, because then you're not putting together three different uh, parcels. It's offering a small, medium, large option. So it's limiting the choice. So if I'm a, a consumer that's going to the partisan site and I'm scrolling through, I'm like, ah, yes, dog treats. I definitely want it. What's my budget? Is it low, medium, high? A point of point and click added in the cart experience done and that's kind of that uh e-guide element that we bring into uh the the design of everything is that we're coming at it at it from a user experience side and a consumer behavior side um whereas a lot of the retailers um are just taking the shotgun approach and and seeing what works you know <laughs> no it's perfect because uh with talking through some of the uh, folks who have participated like Milk Handmade and Squishy Face and Rattleback, uh, it's essentially taking the essence of the store and making it available online. So if you're shopping for someone who lives in the neighborhood or someone who has visited the neighborhood, love a shop, but they live in Michigan, it's a great way to still touch base and have that touch point um, and great marketing for those individual retailers and because you're not removing them from the equation and going directly to the wholesale, uh, you're really uh, fostering and helping small businesses and the neighborhoods in general through genuine support. So it's- Yeah, and, and you hit on something that's super important is it's that combined effort. So uh, it's the same approach that we took with, you know, working with artisan makers directly. It's the same approach that we take uh, we encourage the retailers, you know, presenting your partnership uh, is, a, you know, one way to provide a unified message that will grow to a level that can compete and make, you know, a drop in the, in, in the ocean uh, that turns, you know, into to waves. Uh, if you're trying to do that, you know, on an island by yourself as a, as an individual retailer, um, you know, gaining that that traction in a digital space is is such a hard hard problem. If you're providing this unified front where someone might go on to Partisan's platform and as they're scrolling down, they're introduced to your brand, um, and that's the first time that they're hearing of a squishy face or a rattleback or something like that. Then all of a sudden, they land on your website, you know, and they follow you on Instagram, and they're you know now engaging with your brand where you would have never gotten that that awareness factor before. So as we're kind of expanding on this, this model, the more you know, cross promotion that uh, individual retailers can do um, that kind of draws people back into the partisan com uh, uh, connection and, and community, uh, the more that all of the, the retailers will benefit as well. It's been really successful. Uh, and to touch base back on like the timeline, we had our uh, initial e-guide 
uh, presentation, I think back in October uh, to prepare for the holiday months. And then when we spoke afterwards, it was a really quick turnaround of almost like three weeks of setting up uh, how this can be executed. And it was going to be, it was debuted on Small Business Saturday and uh, released through social media, through uh, newsletters and through um, partnering organizations uh, that for the last four weeks, it's been advertised um, throughout our community. And then uh, it all wraps up and Christmas um, potentially with the option of going beyond Christmas and setting up um, a platform that folks who can come and visit and still take that piece with them. It also creates a unique package that a store can offer that um, they don't have to worry about because it's all been set up and they know it works. Uh, so there's a lot of different touch points to having this partnership and um, available branding and marketing, not only in stores for the holidays, but also beyond. Have you thought about um, different ways to expand from this partnership through the holidays into 2021? Definitely. So, uh, you know, if the interest is there, we're happy to continue the, the retailer partnership aspect. Uh, the way that we've seen our most success is those key gifting holidays. So after Christmas, um, after the, the new year comes Valentine's Day. Um, and then after Valentine's Day, it comes Mother's Day. Um, and I think those are strong campaigns that great, let's, you know, publish it uh, at the, you know, middle end of January, or maybe we morph some of these uh, retailers that are already part participating to instead of holiday, you know, gift gift packs and parcels, they're now morphing into Valentine's. Um, it follows the same shopping trends. <laughs> follows the same shopping trends that you would, you know, you would find going through a big box store, right? You know, uh, every year it seems like uh, whatever the ne next gifting holiday is going to be, you're being blasted with that information kind of on the onset. In the digital space, uh, it's, it's really kind of ramping up to the traction of those campaigns. And the more lead time we have, the more that the idea is like seeded out and then usually kind of culminating in kind of a, a larger launch uh, where people are actually actually converting on those purchases. Um, that's that's where uh, we would look forward to in, in the next year. So if we're using Valentine's Day, um, and I know you mentioned on, on the quick turnaround, this is just how my mind works. So I get I get to the nitty gritty of like putting the puzzle together in my mind uh, uh, and working backwards from the launch date uh, pretty quickly. Um, so. It, you know, as, as soon as the January one would, would, would uh, come around, which if you can imagine is just right around the corner, um, we would uh, start to reach out to retailers. Um, I would love to explore adding another uh, neighborhood into the mix as well. Because um, again, it's that compounded factor of, you know, I, I do not live in Andersonville, but I did live in Andersonville. It's still very near and dear to my heart. Um, but I have a strong tie to Westtown, um, where I currently live. So, you know, throwing Westtown in there, you're going to get that nostalgia factor of like, oh, man, I haven't been to Andersonville because of COVID because, and I would love to make a purchase from, you know, Milk. Um, it was one of my favorite stores that I, you know, uh, used to, to frequent pre-COVID or when I lived in that neighborhood. Um, and we're going to get that crossover. And I think that cross-traction, uh, the, the larger the idea gets as well. I think that's fantastic. Because I love the fact that you have Andersonville, you also have uh, Milwaukee up there, uh, and it's essentially our sister city, 
uh, that's so close. So it's taking essences of um, favorite places and favorite stores and putting it in one area. Yeah, and purchasing habits like that, we've seen it all come through. You know, uh, we've seen uh, national purchases uh, kind of with a, a card inscription that says, um, you know, welcome to your new city for a transplant that's moving to Chicago or moving to Milwaukee and vice versa. Like, here's your little bit of home um, since you've moved away. So like the door swings both ways. And that's been the, the uh, most exciting factor of all of this is that we're speaking to a national scale, whereas uh, it's that's a really hard um, hurdle to cross for a local retailer a lot of the times because e-commerce is this separate thing. It's this separate entity. And, um, you know, up until COVID, the focus was on you know, the purchases being made in store, not online. Um, so how can we at least expand on that? Um, and we've seen some great traction with that kind of national scale. I love that. And running with that point is that Andersonville, especially has always been very small, locally owned and independently owned businesses. And one of our biggest competitors is always like the Amazons of the world. And it took a pandemic to take what is a generally very in-person experience and relating that to an online experience um, that a lot of our stores have through websites and whatever, but this is a very uh, centralized um, spot that folks can experience the charm and uniqueness of a neighborhood within a digital platform like an Amazon. So it's, it's kind of exciting and strange at the same time. <laughs> And yeah, uh, I think it's it's worth mentioning as well. Uh, the morning show actually did a feature on a card game called Actually Curious. And it was one of the components in Milk Handmaid's um, uh, gift set. And she, uh, Haley, ended up uh, calling it uh, Actually Curious. So because of the e-commerce factor of it, uh, if you do a Google search for Actually Curious Chicago, um, Partisan is the first gift that pops up. Uh, and so we actually got, I think it was three inquiries um, after that mor morning show segment because people were finding uh, the partisan link and they were reaching out to us at asking us where they could purchase or where our storefront was. And I was like, where is this all coming from? Um, and it's those kind of like ripple effects that will continue to happen. Um, because uh, again, unless you're putting the SEO strategy behind it, and unless you're putting all of the technology know-how uh, behind it, it's going to be hard as an independent retailer to get some of that traction. Uh, whereas, you know, the, the more uh, we're speaking to the products and speaking to the retailers, uh, again, it's going to compound over time. Uh, can we speak to the packaging and the distribution of Partisan? Absolutely. So if, if we're uh, shipping direct, so if you make a purchase from Partisan, uh, uh, we uh, take a minimalistic kind of uh, eco-friendly approach to our, our packaging and shipping. Uh, so we use, uh, you know, uh, recyclable uh, brown boxes. Uh, it's very minimally branded. We have Partisan tape that goes over the top of it. Um, and then it's all, you know, uh, reusable uh, recyclable crinkle paper inside to protect the products. Um, one thing that we we did experience over Mother's Day as the, the weather was starting to heat up is shipping those perishables. Um, and shipping shipping perishables um, uh, eco-friendly is not uh, the cheapest thing. Um, so uh, the colder months are definitely uh, uh, favorable for shipping because we don't have to go to the extra extent of purchasing a recyclable uh, uh, 
uh, insulated uh, element to add into for some of our chocolates and truffles and things that we were we were selling. Um, but yeah, so we try to be as eco-friendly as possible. Uh, we try to make that branded experience. And then actually the unboxing is something that we put a, a lot of thought into as well. So um, all partisan gifts come with a handwritten note for the holidays. We're actually showcasing one of our uh, artisans who actually makes individual cards. So Rini Rose um, did these beautiful wa watercolor prints. One of them's like a Chicago flag um, card and they're blank inside. So we've been actually, whatever note the purchaser wants to include um, is handwritten on the inside. That That's laid on top of the, the gift. So that's the first thing you see when you open up the package. Then there's a layer of crinkle paper. And then we try to do a um, card for each artisan maker uh, so that it's a little basically like business card with a, a write-up about their story linking to their uh, social media handles. So it kind of ties and unifies the entire uh, purchase together. Um, otherwise you're like, why am I getting a bar of soap and a, a liquor infuser kit at the same time? Like what, you know? <laughs> um, but if you say like, all right, this infusion kit's from Aged and Infused and it's these uh, two wonderful people and they operate out of the hatchery um, in Chicago in their startup. Um, and then here's the Naked by Nature who uh, started her uh, company because she couldn't find uh, products that worked with her skin. Um, and uh, it's really, you know, this one woman operation. Uh, it makes the, the product, uh, the gift giving experience that much more impactful and also promotes that awareness. So um, including those little bio cards in each, each gift um, makes it super special. And then, yeah, everything is uh, locally sourced. I love that. It's you're telling the story and the journey of individual uh, entrepreneurs in one box. Definitely. And I was going to say too, you know, you mentioned agent of agent infused and, and they've, you know, they've been a vendor at our street festival, Midsummer Fest before. Um, so I'm just curious, you know, what your kind of insight is to those artisans that have depended upon kind of outdoor street festivals, indoor, you know, um, holiday craft shows, um, you know, what, what have you seen those people kind of shift to, you know, I know oftentimes, you know, people do have a web presence already, some don't, some rely, you know, solely on those kind of face-to-face -face interactions with their customers. Um, you know, what, what can you kind of tell us about those folks? Yeah, so we've really seen some incredible ingenuity out of the artisan makers um, on the partisan side this year. Uh, uh, everything from Do Well is a perfect example of growing a community online um, through consistency. So they started uh, right when the pandemic hit uh, with doing uh, happy hour Thursdays. And this was before they even started or even were using their like uh, cocktail syrups and, and craft made bitters um, that came out of this whole happy hour Thursday. Um, and that's now kind of the distribution model for their entire business. So prior to the pandemic, they were um, going down the route of a craft made lemonade. And two years ago, they were even doing like sandwiches and catering. Um, come the, the pandemic, they were like, well, how can we incorporate our product into cocktails? Because everyone needs a drink because it's COVID. Um, and then out of that, uh, they were like, how can we expand on this? And then they started doing cocktail kits so people could purchase um, a cocktail kit for their happy hour that was coming up for the next Thursday. Then they started to have, you know, guest uh, appearances from different mixology partners or different other crafters. Aged and Infused was actually a, a guest one time. Um, so then they were able to create that community 
out of that. Um, and then uh, they started bottling up just their cocktail syrups and their craft made bitters. And then now they're moving into kind of a more almost manufacturing approach of just that product line um, that will become what their maker product is uh, at the end of this. So I think that's kind of encapsulating some of the ingenuity that's that that we've seen. Uh, Asian Infuse, who has a pretty strong um, digital presence already. Um, we've seen a lot of them telling the behind the scenes story of, of how these products are made um, through their social media um, and through their guest appearances. Um, and they're just such wonderful people to work with that they're like, yes, you know, we'll, we're happy to, to create that new wholesale relationship or great, we get, get to uh, collaborate on this gift box set. And, and again, that's that product awareness of we're not exclusive with anyone or we, we will never be exclusive um, because the more the merrier, you know, if, if, if there's someone else doing a gift box set out there, um, so like enjoy if they wanna do a gift box set with aged and infused product and it looks very similar to something that's on our partisan site, great, purchase it from us or purchase it from them, you know, um, as long as you're learning about it and as long as you're supporting local. So I think a lot of those kind of gift, gift set options for uh, the artists and makers out there have, have been seen a lot um, and some campaigns are more successful than others. Um, and then really it's kind of the, when the, the events uh, uh, present themselves, um, as long as it's being done safely. So there have been some return of, you know, farmer's markets as we went through COVID. Um, there are some maker markets happening uh, for the holiday season. Um, and some, you know, some artisans are more comfortable um, with the exposure factor than others, um, but it's really kind of doing, doing what you can to sustain um, throughout this time. And coming up with that creative creative idea that that people are taking hold of, like that happy hour. I love that because when you're speaking, I was like, well, we should give you access to our podcasts about telling stories behind our businesses that are participating. So it's an extra layer of finding out uh, more about them through conversation. Absolutely. Like um, and one thing that we we uh, do on the partisan site as well is if you go to the narrative tab um, that's our blog and we do interviews um, so you'll find exo marshmallow on there and it's just kind of the exactly like the podcast kind of the story of how it's made um, and then what we've been doing is at least we're trying to do at least once a month one a month is uh, Instagram live um, that can then be linked back to those those interviews that we had and that that kind of brings that to life a little bit more as well I love that is there anything that you want to touch base on for the future? Uh, sure, so I would say um, the thing that we've uh, been also been able to do uh, through this experience is uh, come up with a, a basically digital publication um, that we call the Partisan Quarterly. Um, and the first uh, issue that we uh, sent out was in, in August of 2020. Um, we, we contemplated trying to do it for the, the end of the year as well, but because of the Andersonville opportunity, we ended up you know, putting our labor into, into that instead of doing another uh, quarterly. Um, but what we found is especially in the corporate environment, so a lot of uh, larger corporations out there are wanting to support local you know, now more than ever, um, because just like we, uh, they want to see these um, you know, makers survive the pandemic and, and thrive throughout this um, as much as, as possible. So we've actually gotten some really good traction by, by presenting this uh, basically digital magazine um, to some, some corporate planners uh, to, to gain some traction. And we're talking more higher volume orders there, um, but that's a great way to at least have that sale make a, a, a bigger impact. 
So it comes with some, you know, parameters if you're doing a corporate order of, you know, say 20 or more, more boxes, because again, you, what, what I don't think people always realize is that uh, like Nikki Darley Confections, it's two people <laughs> um, that, you know, they're making everything um, small batch by hand. Um, and it's, it's often overlooked of like, wait, why can't I get a hundred of these individually hand wrapped caramel packages um, tomorrow? Um, or, you know, XO Marshmallow, while they're a little bit larger of an operation, they're still making all of the marshmallows by hand. It's not this manufacturing, you know, conglomerate out there uh, that's just churning out these products. So there is a little bit more lead time with, with the corporate gifting than you would expect from some other, you know, uh, big box sourced sites. Uh, but it makes it that much more special because again, as long as we're telling the story of how those products are being made um, for the, the people that are receiving the gifts, they understand. And then the quality, like Nikki Darling Confections, I've never tasted a better caramel in my life. Um, and, and you can watch on her Instagram and she'll do these lives where she's making the caramels and you're seeing the care that she's putting into it. And that's what makes it all special. So translating that into kind of a, a digestible, enjoyable magazine where we're incorporating some of that narrative behind the scenes into the mix. And then you get some product pages. Uh, we are hoping to do that for our retailers as well. So if, if you know, we were showcasing neighborhoods and we did Andersonville and West Ham, let's say, um, and you got to learn a little bit more about the retailers and some of those different differentiation factors that go into that, um, that would be something super digestible for uh, a corporate buyer. I think that's incredibly interesting because um, through my many lives, uh, I would call that the Oprah favorite things um, effect is uh, working for a small jam company like Rare Bird Preserves. Uh, back when Oprah had her show and doing the favorite things and live and it was huge. People would um, be flinching, being like, if she says my favorite things, they just know that they have to work like day and night for the next six months just to fulfill the orders that uh, all of these folks um, want because Oprah has it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, and that, that scalability and that, that volume factor is definitely one of those things that we, we at least like to be aware, aware of. Um, and so, you know, if we're eventually working with a corporate client, um, it might be uh, dependent on the, the size of the order. Um, saying like uh, transit tease is really good at producing these products at a higher volume. So may, we might, you know, steer you in the direction of, of this and nine times out of 10, the corporate buyer wants to support small business um, and is less concerned about the product mix say um, as a, uh, and more concerned about the impact of the gift. So it's, it's been a pretty uh, navigatable um, process so far. At the beginning of this, I really, I believe we both did just really focused on retail and we put it out there and uh, some health and wellness and service folks uh, really like, was just like, this is fantastic. And so having a salon like Robert Jeffrey come on who has their own products, uh, who's able to showcase it in a different way, taking this opportunity as a, as a business owner and thinking outside the box and being like, this is fantastic. So. Yeah, and that's just it. Uh, you know, everyone's feeling the impact of, of COVID right now. And so it is thinking creatively. And uh, what, you know, I wish we could uh, track more granularly is, you know, the awareness factor. You know, we can track metrics of sales, um, but what you can't, you know, necessarily see is like, did people go to 
Robert Jeffrey's site and um, learn about making an appointment and what they're doing for COVID during you know this time as a salon. Um, did they purchase a product directly from your site? We can track some of those kind of uh, referrals through the analytics of the site, um, but that's what I'm interested in, in learning more about. So um, post uh, you know our holiday campaign here with Andersonville, our intent is to send out a survey to everyone who's participated to see if they they felt an increase of awareness um, from external sources as well. And as long as as long as we're uh, moving the dial in the right way for them, I think it's it, it still makes it worth worth the while, even if you you might not be getting at the volume of sales that uh, we were hoping um, as well. I love it. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of that rabbit hole of shopping. I I I do it too, where you are like on a site, and then you click to the product site, you know, where you can purchase it. And then I'm like, I want to know more, so I go deeper down, and I'm like, okay, but where, you know, I want to find the exact artist site, you know. So yeah, and understanding um, those analytics would be would be really helpful because you know I know I do it. And we, we just completed uh, the class on, on eGuide on Google Analytics 4, which is the newest uh, GA4 platform out there, which is um, actually all about making those connections a little bit easier to track. <laughs> very cool. Gregory, can I ask, um, could you do a very simplified um, exploration on how to like go to your sites, find the squishy face and then like go through that through screen share. Definitely. And like talk us through. Yeah, I guess like as a, like, yeah, at, like treat us like we're a consumer, you know, we're not used to, you know, this kind of process of shopping, so. All right, so if if you were uh, exploring uh, Partisan, there's a couple different uh, routes to get into uh, purchasing lanes, let's call them. So if I go to um, shoppartisan.com, um, you're going to be taken to a landing page that will direct you to either Milwaukee or Chicago. Um, and we've designed this this way so you can kind of get into the right lane of shopping. So if I click on Chicago here, I'm taken to uh, basically the Build-A-Box uh, uh, user experience that we've put together. And if I scroll down this page, you're going to learn about a process of how, the, how it all works, how you can build your own, uh, own box. Um, we are reaching towards the end of the year, so we, we uh, are, are reaching our limit of what our artisans can fulfill. So say we get to aged and infused, um, and I want to create a, a cocktail kit. Um, so here I can click on uh, the navel gazer um, and do the quick view or go into the product view of this, uh, learn a little bit more about the, the product, can see different versions. So I think this product's uh, picture speaks volumes to what the finished product looks like. Um, of how it's being infused, and I can add it to my parcel uh, right there. So then it's a pretty traditional um, e-commerce experience from that point on. You're going to get the cart icon in the upper right-hand corner of your screen, um, and once you've completed the uh, items that you want in your parcel, you can then uh, check out through the, the guided checkout process. Um, so as you scroll down, we've made it in a way that you can just kind of build that box as you scroll through. And then for Andersonville, um, there's two ways to get to it. You can go directly to partisanshy.com backslash Andersonville. And that will take you directly to uh, the Andersonville page. Or if you're on the Chicago page, just look for the Andersonville tab at the top of the screen, and that will take you to the same place. Um, and right away, we wanted to make sure that the, the partnership was um, illustrated. And so we, we've incorporated the Andersonville uh, logo, which was wonderful. Um, and then 
uh, we wanted to make it specific to the holiday season. So shopping with intention this holiday season, including those hashtags uh, that are going out with the community as well. And then there's two options from here. If you're interested in shopping and browsing by retailer, you can click this button or just like the uh, shopping experience that we've created on the Partisan uh, Chicago page, you can scroll down and see that instead of uh, individual products, we have parcels. Um, so if I click on the, the quick view of um, Andale's uh, uh, Curious Kids parcel, um, I will see that this is a combination of different products. And then we've tried to incorporate those individual products here. So you can see exactly what that product mix is. And then from here, I can add it to the cart um, and shop this the, the same way and check out the same way. So what we found is that for the most part, people are purchasing one parcel at a time. Um, uh, we have had uh, one instance where two parcels were uh, purchased at one time. There's a difference in shipping price with that slightly, but we've worked that out in the back end um, just because user habits has, have been more one at a time. Um, so if I add this parcel to my cart and go to the checkout process, uh, this is where I can uh, check out, and then I'm going to get a questionnaire um, of different uh, questions to fill out as we go through. One of those is, is the shipping option, and then the parcel information is uh, the message to the receiver um, goes in this box here. And if you are doing multiple parcels, we have the uh, spot to put in two addresses at, at one time there as well. So really that's the only like logistically challenging it's outside of the box of a traditional e-commerce uh, approach is that since this is a gift and going somewhere, um, it's not going directly to you. Um, but we've also had purchasers just have everything shipped to their house um, so that they can distribute the gifts themselves over the holidays or whatever have you. That's super easy. Yeah, way super better easy. than your traditional traditional fruit bouquet. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And yeah, I think in, in learning about the products as you're kind of going through and seeing the description, uh, uh, I guess maybe it might be worth mentioning as well. Um, at the bottom of the shopping experience, so we're here on the Andersonville page. If we scroll all the way through, um, we're going to see kind of a logo spread of partic participating retailers. Um, and this is where we've linked directly to all of their individual websites. So if I wanted to learn a little bit more about Milk Handmade, that's where I can click on there. Um, what we also find is that obviously people are uh, Google searching uh, what's you know what's milk can made, what's what's squishy face in that process as well. So that's another way to get uh, kind of additional exposure exposure as as a retailer. Well, thank you, David and Gregory, for that fantastic conversation. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Partisan please visit partisanchai.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org.